0: Semen coming down my throat, just disgusting, hot loads of snot consistency, jism, coating and covering and creeping into every little crack and crevice down my throat, going into my stomach, filling me with its baby gravy goodness, that hot sausage shit just warm in my tummy. Better than cocoa, gallons of the stuff coming from my uncle's shriveled Viagra induced boner that looks disgusting. Is that a good test? Is that good?
1: Yeah, that's a good test.
0: I assume, yeah. assume you're recording that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> no, but literally, uh, I probably do have a bunch of cum in my lungs right now. I'm pretty sick. Me too. Well, I'm getting over being sick, I guess. I'm I went, not. I went to my doctor's, which is a like a strip mall doctor. It's like Med Express or something like that. Yeah, the one and by, it, it's uh, like Westridge. not for poor people, but I feel like I'm a poor person no, it's when for, I go there. It's definitely for poor people. I don't know, it's pretty to. pricey. And it's like a nice facility, like it's just like a it's like a chain doctor's office. It's like mm-hmm. for, for doctors and nurses that aren't successful enough to like go elsewhere and like get jobs at real hospitals, they like work for the And They Med can't Express afford the place. rent
1: to like open up their own practice. Like yeah. he doesn't have his own building in, in town. He's not like a dentist office that like you know has this building downtown or something. He's just a dude that like gets hired to this to this franchise. I went there,
0: right? I go to this place. Okay, what's and the topic? What are we talking about? I want to finish the story. I want to, see, cause I, I go there and I'm like, they're like, all right, they'll call you in about in about five minutes and you can go back there. I'm the only one there, so I sit down. But before I can my ass can even touch the, like the chair, this guy opens this door. Which I've never seen open before. It's over by the bathrooms. So I always go through this other door. He goes, Alex? And I'm like, hi. And he's like, you want to come in here? And I'm like, I do not want to go in that bathroom with Has you. your ass ever been outside of itself? <laughs> so I'm like, uh, and he just keeps looking at me and he's like, I'm your nurse. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh. So I go in there and I tell him that. I'm like, this strange man opens this door by the bathroom and says, come on in here. I say that to get a laugh from him, and he looks at me like I, I have, like, committed some <laughs> sin. Like, he, he did not find that funny. <laughs> he did not find that funny. least he made an awkward game. And too. so, I'm sitting there, and he, like, you know, he takes my temperature and stuff, and he just keeps going, good. Good.
1: You know, the word Hyman," I just thought of that. <laughs> That's all I got from the story. Hyman, Yeah, I pictured you being, um... I mean, like, you, you, you made the joke of you being, like, raped by this nurse... So then I just, I went full, full rape with it. I didn't, I ignored the rest of your story and just vividly imagined you being raped by this nurse.
0: That's, that's fair.
1: And it, it started with like, a, I'll take your temperature thing. And then he just says like in really creepy letter, like creepy words, he whispers in here, how's your Heine Hymen? And then, then, then like, then it, oh, then it God. just ends. Then it ends. You just sat there picturing I No, yeah, this. I just pictured Heine Hymen. It made me really laugh
0: <coughs> internally. Well, that's where all the semen in my lungs came from. So that was the... Alright, we've gone full circle. That's a good test. Yep. Alright. So, uh, most of that probably will be cut out. All of it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll I, like see. The, I like the... I like This um... is uh, This is strange, because I'm just kind of talking to a piece of plastic that is sitting next to an Xbox One. It's in...
1: a $60 uh, recorder. $60 sound recorder. It's a very
0: expensive yeah. piece of plastic. Every
1: time I see... Any of the podcasts on YouTube, uh, where you like, you know, the most recent one, the most recent person I found out that had, that has a podcast uh, is Jenna Marbles. She has a podcast. Her and her boyfriend—that is probably awful, obviously. But they have like this really, you know, nice uh, microphone rigs, like where they where they they're not hanging from the ceiling, but from certain angles, they look like they're hanging yeah, from the yeah. ceiling. But it's like a this big. Uh, ridiculous swivel arm like it's attached to the desk and then it comes up and like hangs down so the microphone will be hanging vertically in front of your face because for some reason that's better for picking up sound and it has that big nice metal screen grate thing in front of it and they both have headphones on and there's this big desk and they have a banner behind them and it's just this They've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on this stupid fucking podcast, and all you're doing is just recording a voice. Like, we could record this with my iPhone, and it would probably sound better than the than the sound recorder we're using. No, now. Probably, probably. But at least we're using a sound recorder, and that's the point. I guess the point I'm trying to make is that you don't need a bunch of shit. Anyone can make a podcast. Podcasts are stupid. Everyone is stupid. We're stupid.
0: What we're doing is not unique, and no one cares. Yeah, this is. This is actually probably years too late. Because remember, it was, oh, everyone oh, yeah. should make a podcast. Yeah, this is everyone. Past will that see, point. everyone
1: already has made a podcast. And by talk, by me saying that, Jenna Marbles has this big expensive thing. Not only are we late to doing it, not only are we doing something that's already been done, but everyone else is already doing it bad. So, we're, not only are we copying everyone else, but we're doing a bad job at copying everyone. Or we're doing a good job by not spending all of the money and just using this shitty sound recorder. You know, it has a, it has a certain, like, hipster... And that can be our thing, our is it. how bad. Because I don't even know if this thing's picking up our
0: voice right now. This yeah, might all knows? be wasted. I have who no knows? idea. Who I'm going to get a little closer. We could just be doing and this see weird if it's picking up. voice thing where we're like trying to act like we're hosts of something, and it's not I mean, even recording. It could be It off. might not be. It turned I think off, it's recording. we're just two know. people sitting in a room, just... ...podcast, <laughs> talking to people that will never hear this, because it was no, never recorded. Even if
1: it's recorded, no one's ever going to hear this. Yeah, like, the five of you that have like
0: listened that. this far, because I'm guaranteeing, like, probably my mom started listening, and we started <laughs> talking about, like, hot semen... She turned it on. No, off. it She's wasn't. Like, messaged me like, "This is disgusting." No, you it wasn't like your mom. Your, your mom started Disappointed listening. in
1: you. No, listen. It's not that your mom started your listening. Don't, your sister is the better child. <laughs> well, that's obvious.
0: Please, we'll, we'll Stop get, using get into our last your self. We'll, we'll
1: get into your self loathing later, but it's not that your mom started <laughs> listening. It's not that your mom started listening, and then you branched into hot semen as like a joke, and we went in this weird direction. No. I, I, the first words that were said, yeah. the first five seconds, are hot semen down your throat. I mean, yeah, it was a test, and we can cut it out. but I think we should leave. I think we should leave it because no, of, no,
0: because because this all ties back into C ultimately really what good.
1: this show is. It was cracks and, and crevices and come, and you add a lot of C's together. I mean, and in writing, it'd be bad, but saying it, it sounded good. But see, I can't I can't
0: describe anything with that level of detail and have it like matter. It has to become related. It's okay. the only things that I'm that creative with. But okay, so tying this back in. To, uh... You write what you know, right? You,
1: yeah, exactly. You write
0: what you're used to and what's common mm-hmm. and frequent in your life. You know, it's where you grow um, up. What yeah. you're exposed <laughs> to, to. My uncle. What right? you are exposed I'm really hoping to. my uncle is not listening to this. He's a nice guy. Uh, three of them. They're, they're all nice guys. <laughs> um... <laughs> So there that, that that there was no
1: heine Hyman to be found <laughs> my by that nurse. special <laughs> uncle yeah he's like no How's your heine Hyman you know, like, that was like That anything. shit was gone
0: by like age four <laughs> that, obliterated by my special uncle Jesus Christ <laughs> this is just
1: <laughs> filthy <laughs> 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 we've gone we've gone it's past so the point of
0: <laughs> Goddamn awful we have gone past the point. We deserve to burn.
1: Yeah, this isn't. This isn't like wow. This is really offensive. I'm not going to host this on my this site. Is, or wow, do you see how bad these people are? No, it's become a crime. Yeah, this is,
0: we're this is we're joking about the rape of a four year old. Uh, we're awful <laughs> people. Okay, so that that is to tie it into what should have been an introduction that happened like eight minutes ago. Uh, this is called. Bleeding Farts, which is going to be the name of this podcast, uh, until we're both in jail. Um, (laughs) And basically, we're liberals, and all of you who are listening probably know us in real life because I was the only audience members who will actually pay attention to this ever before we inevitably give up on it. We'll get the view, they're not
1: going to pay attention. Um, Yeah, yeah, but
0: uh, Bleeding Farts, um, you know, Bleeding Heart Liberal, uh, but obviously... It's you can a pun. Tell what our humor? It's a pun because it's a bun pun. Bleeding farts. <laughs> Little bun pun. Little cutie tootie.
1: Our <laughs> friend. Our friend has a condition where he, uh, throughout his Ooh, life, actually he, he's probably listening to. Yeah, this, he continually tears his ass every time he takes a big shit. Um, so he always has. He always has a bleeding ass. Um, and this. The, this name wasn't just to make make fun of him um, and his rare condition. It really
0: was just a pun on the bleeding hearts thing. And, uh, but no, I, I, I don't know. Um, I think a lot of liberals, and I, I hate using that word, I'm a liberal. But I, I don't know, I think a lot of liberals have this, oh, we have to be nice, we have to be social justice-y, and oh, you can't be offensive. But we're going to be offensive, we're going to do offensive stuff, we're going to talk about raping babies, and... No, we're not We're, we're not going to talk
1: about raping babies. We're not, ah, No.
0: We're not giving <laughs> me a look. Like, well, then, what the fuck okay. am I doing here? That's then? all the material. Why am I, I here? Prepared? Literally, I have prepared about ten pages. <laughs> you just open of a notebook and ways, flip through it. And it's just methods, <laughs> sounds, just smells. Scientific <laughs> journal. <laughs> the first literary journal
1: of You right? drew it. You. It, why are there <laughs> pictures? You drew pic. What? What is this? Actually, this is what... no. I think the point the point of this podcast is going to be. I mean. Obviously, it's going to be mostly political. Uh, we're going to talk about things in the news. Like today, we wanted to talk about Milo and the alt right and things like that. But I guess the also
0: kind of interestingly tied in enough with bleeding farts. I'm sure Milo probably's had a couple of those. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah, in his life,
1: absolutely. A lot of bleeding farts. Um, but there's a, there's sort of a civil war going on in the, I guess, uh, on the left side of the right left political spectrum, and that's that there are. Obviously, everyone likes to call themselves liberals, but the word "liberal" is not really meaning what it what it used to mean. And we we sort of just we want to point that out, and we want to fight that. And I, I think there are two obvious sides. There are the there are the people that follow. I don't really want to say the mainstream news, but the CNNs. The you know they say it's the the liberal media. And again, I don't really like using that term, but they do sort of have a point. Well, like, I, I, well, I guess, the I guess There's probably, there's probably like three correct. different
0: people. There's like the there's like the John Stewart liberals. Who are a little old, a little out of touch? Um,
1: Just your normal Democrats, who
0: are like the, the the people who are like liberals during like the last Bush years and th- those kind of people. Um, and then you have like the social justicey, uh, I guess like Lacey Green or that what's her name, the Ramsey lady from MTV Decoded. Well, yeah, it's the all black social. Yeah, it's you have all that, the you have the like this elements. younger Buzzfeed, Elite Daily kind of, I guess liberal, and then. I don't know. There's whatever the fuck we I are. am like. Yeah. Like where you're not really, you're, you're you're anti-SGW, but you're not like a neckbeard. You're not yeah. uh, a large fat man with long hair. Even though in this case, I am exactly that uh, <laughs> in appearance. Um, I don't have a neckbeard, though. Okay. I either way. However many. No. Many I mean, but you have you have yes. people who are like who are not necessarily alt right, but have similar complaints. To the alt-right, they don't have similar views, but they have similar complaints of liberals as the alt-right does. And you have these people who are like, you could lump them in with that, but that would be incorrect. And it would be incorrect to lump them in with like the John Stewart Democrats, because they're definitely not mainstream Democrats. I think they're the like, point,
1: the, what they are, the, the point you're trying to make... Uh, or I guess you're trying to put them into a camp, or trying to make some group around it, and you can't really do that. And I guess because there, 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 there is they no group. They don't fit into one. Yeah, there is no group, <clears> uh, <throat> and not that, is, that anyone really. It's fits the into undecided. It, the, the I guess I don't really want to call them free thinkers or independent thinkers because it sounds like I'm tooting my own horn, saying we're better than people are yeah. not falling into some sort of cookie cutter group. But that's basically what's happening, and why I think we feel that disillusionment with uh, with the group that we used to feel we were a part of is because the the title of liberal. Uh, doesn't mean what it used to mean. And I think it's been hijacked by the, the second group that you mentioned, the SJWs, the Internet people, uh, the millennials that are now uh, actually, they have roles in the world now. These are executives, these are creators, they're entertainers, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're business people. These are people that are actually changing things. They're not just kids anymore. And these people are affecting our culture. They're affecting our media, our political processes. The Democratic Party is, is completely catering to them. Because they're slowly point. becoming the new um, establishment and you i know, guess the old establishment so they're kind of, changing they're changing the definition of the word that i used to define myself by uh i used to say that oh yeah i'm i'm absolutely a liberal through and through i mean there are certain issues like uh uh maybe guns is just about the only yeah. one where i'd say eh, you know i kind of side with the right on this but but for the most part i was a liberal and now that that means something completely different so with even with that being said there are a lot of people that are like us that don't really fit into a group but it is it is obvious to anyone who's just looking that there's at least a small civil war happening, happening in the left movement. There is a schism of some kind uh, opening up bet- between these two schools of thought that are defining themselves by the same word. And I guess I think "bleeding farts" is a good way. That title is a good, a good way of of describing that because there the there's the masochistic find the victim, uh, you know, oh feel bad for everyone. The bleeding heart. It's always been an insult to a little and almost our title almost is acknowledging that maybe the conservatives have a point calling them bleeding hearts uh but at
0: the same time we're kind of embracing it with this well because we're not bleeding hearts we're bleeding farts but like, yeah. i don't know i don't know i think i think that's a good way to to describe kind of the, just the tone even of this yeah and, and, and there's a lot of different things that go into that name and i think it does sum up a lot of what we are going to be talking about like again today for example Uh, As much as I want to stay away from just like Well, that topic of the day I really want to talk about this Milo thing So the topic of the day is the Milo thing That is, that is the topic of the day Uh, The topic of the day is the topic of the gay And that is Milo um, Who is a gay Alright, well just Um, because you said that we're going to have to edit the audio now We're going to have to We're going to have to edit the audio?
1: Yeah, we're going to have to take it and cut out things Topic of the gay?
0: Yep Why? It was very stupid well, it was stupid, but I'm stupid. It's supposed to be raw and real. And fuck you, you stupid faggot! No, um... Uh, Milo, uh, well, we're going to have to edit the audio anyway. There's going to be weird breaks and sounds. I know, I know. Yeah, I was that. making
1: a point where, like, maybe it could turn into something funny by me acknowledging the fact that it wasn't that funny. Maybe I could make it funny. But now inherently, and now I've acknowledged, I've acknowledged the acknowledgement. So now it's no longer funny. But if we acknowledge the fact that I'm acknowledging the acknowledgement, that might be funny again. Well, what so if, if I acknowledge? Did... No, 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 no. We'll leave it at the acknowledge it acknowledgement. Good. What if I acknowledge that? Acknowledge that. No, no, no. If you acknowledge that, then it's not funny. We've gone too many times. But what if we acknowledge it again? we okay. Then again? we're back on the even side. Okay, we're okay, back on the party. We're back. Now we just leave it here at
0: this level of acknowledgement. Got it. All right. <laughs> that's meadows so. uh, oh, Jesus Alright so Milo Um, I don't know Obviously you guys Have probably heard I think it was like Wednesday night uh, At UC Berkeley um, Milo went to go speak He's on his Dangerous Faggot tour um, It's called Dangerous which, Faggot? Yeah that's the name Of his tour Which is hilarious oh, um, Which sucks about Milo Is that, that I, I guess I'll get into it But like basically What happened If you don't know was uh, UC Berkeley? He went to go speak. Um, there were some protests. A little ways into the protests, you know, maybe fifteen, twenty minutes, half hour at most. Some people who are part of the antifa. I might not be saying yeah, that. I just right. want to throw Ant- this
1: in. Um, what he was going to talk about at UC Berkeley for his for his tour? Um, he was going to. He was complaining about cultural appropriation. Yeah. This specific talk was about cultural appropriation. and He had this. Um, he had this Native American headdress, and he had this big flamboyant he costume he his. was going to wear. No, I mean, she... The uh, fucking god? No, 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 no. I, my girlfriend just came home. She interrupted the thing.
0: Say uh, hi.
1: But anyway, I just wanted to throw out one, you know, for context. When you're talking it's about what he... What, you're
0: talking about Native American headdress? Yeah, and then my Native American... Yeah, because, American because he, was about that he, he was talking about that. He was talking about cultural appropriation. Because he was talking about that on um, on Joe Rogan. But I didn't know he was gonna wear the Native American headdress then, because yeah. on Joe Rogan it was like episode 820, which was about a year ago. It was right when like Trump was like the, the end of the primaries, and he wore a military uniform that he had gotten from like the commissary, <coughs> and he had like tailored it in, and he had put like these little like gay little tassels and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how funny it was and how offensive it was, and that whole tour he was gonna wear like a Native American headdress. He was gonna wear you know like blackface. Yeah, he's going to do these things this was the, that they're like these are such a big deal just to just to get them mad to talk about it because again the cultural appropriation thing is last, a big deal um, because if you if cultural appropriation is like a big problem for you you fundamentally do not understand how art works like and or, he was saying like you don't understand like you know, how culture and works and,
1: or how you know how we should how we should yeah. combine forces rather than divide if there's
0: something groups. good. You don't just have ownership of it. Yeah. If there's something that people like like anyway, I just wanna yeah. I just wanna throw yeah. in there that uh
1: and then another thing, this was the last um this was the last stop on his tour. Um so he was going he was he was gonna go all out. I, I'm I'm upset that this this riot thing happened. Well it gives us something to talk about and like sort of makes a pretty strong point for what we're trying to say. I would have been excited to see what he actually was going to do because he said he had this insanely elaborate costume plan and he was just it was mm-hmm. gonna be fucking bonkers, because after this, this is the last stop on his tour and he was going to start his book tour because his book is huge now. Mm. And now it's now it's
0: the biggest book in the country because of all, yeah. because of everyone fucking idiots like us talking about him. But no, I think, I think if anything it's the idiots, it's the people, it's the Antifa protesters yeah. who showed up in black ski masks and tactical gear so, and yeah, just your... started beating people. They started lighting things on fire, they started pepper spraying people, they threw rocks, they were smashing atms and things like that and uh i don't know like uh so we're gonna cut some stuff out because i can't think of what i'm gonna say well it's I'll weird wait. to just talk by myself talk to the little box well yeah, it's talking to the little box um i like little boxes um very little boxes like what are you going very you- small boxes i like Oh, like really, really small fart boxes. Young boxes. <laughs> Are we bad people, or is it no, funny? No, see,
1: I don't think child rape is funny. Child rape is not funny. It's the reaction that you're going to get from mentioning it. Is okay, yeah, It's funny. not the... Like, if I it's walked not, in on a child being raped, rape I wouldn't humor. go like... <laughs>
0: yeah, it's... But I it's, like bringing it up because people... It's lie, shock really? humor. Yeah, but it's not... The, is it because it, we've enjoyed you and I's shock humor for so long that that's what it takes for us to be shocked in a joke? Is the rape of a child, or... Is uh, that like, or is it just legitimately the funniest thing to do for shock humor? No, it's not that it's the funniest thing to do for shock humor. It's just have we just it, it's blown the, out our shock humor vaginas to the point where it's the like only an, thing it's like can when you first is just start the giant? It's when you first shock watching humor dick? Just it's <laughs> is it the only thing that can make us
1: have shock humor orgasms. Anymore? So literally, the metaphor you're using for talking about child rape <laughs> is also sexual. It's is. all okay. sexual.
0: See, we're we're not only awful people that joke about awful things. But we're narcissists, because while we have interesting topics to talk about, we're sitting here talking about ourselves and these awful things that we laugh at. Is I that mean, sad? Yeah. Is that indicative of some sort of mental disorder? Um, yeah. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. What would I mean, I think... even more no, sad anyone, if the recorder was so... We're sitting in an empty room no, together I
1: think anyone, talking to a fake audience. I think anyone that makes a podcast or... Feel like feels that feels that the thoughts that rattle around in their brain are so fucking important that they have to broadcast it and share it with the world. Anyone that does that has a slight tinge of a I mean, disorder. yeah, to, to inherently just this a little is, bit. This is to be an a artist,
0: life, artist. Artist to be an artist of any kind. If is you're very watching this on um, the website uh, that will have a name in the future, you guys know it. Maybe I don't know it right now. Uh, Vizier is a name that we're throwing around. Probably will get kicked to the wayside, but an interesting name whatever it's called, on that website uh, that our friend Dakota Page has uh, graciously allowed us to put this podcast he on. He won't once he hears it. Um, no. not <laughs> anything like, to do is, with this. This isn't going on side. Yeah. <laughs> and if he is, he's an idiot because <laughs> no one will want to listen to this. This is trash. This is filth. This is sin. But, um, no, but the line that I put in there was that inherently to think that not only is it worth your time to say your opinions... But that other people should waste precious time in their short, finite life to listen to those Mm -hmm. opinions inherently takes some level of cockiness, takes some level of narcissism, takes some level of mental disorder. All the people you think that your opinions on things that that don't really matter, and your opinions that don't matter, you think that other people should waste time in their life. To listen to that—that that takes some level of narcissism. Like, there's going to be an, an an
1: old man. He's going to be dying, like fifty years from around his deathbed, and he's going to wish that he had like another three minutes left to look into his grandchildren's eyes. Like, just three minutes. That three minutes. Three he more was... minutes. He's going to be like, ah, you know, I shouldn't have spent fucking ten minutes or whatever it's been listening to those two fucking fat
0: kids talk about child rape. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. gonna
1: he's gonna wish that he had that
0: time mm-hmm. back. And the funniest part is that that old man is going to be someone that we know because the only people listening are going to be our friends and family. So someone that we know is going to be on their deathbed regretting having listened to things that we've made. Mm-hmm. That That's funny. That is here, And that's not child rape, so maybe we're not yeah, monsters yeah, after all. Milo, 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 this is what we're talking about. All right, Milo, here's my opinion on him. I guess it's kind of weird to just, like, talk about it and not, like, in a structured article sense, but, like, I think Milo has some good things to say. And I know there are a lot of people who are like, Milo is just a troll. Milo just feeds off of people's anger. He does. Make no mistake, Milo's means to his end are that he wants to fuck with you. But a lot of people leave it there and say that that is his end, is that his end is to fuck with you. No. Ultimately, Milo is a smart person. Milo is not often challenged by smart people. And frequently, the people that he takes on are way beneath him, which makes him kind of a bitch in that aspect. But like, Milo is a smart person. He has a point. He has a goal. He wouldn't waste his time and his money going around to these places and talking to these college kids if he was just trying to piss them off. And more than that, he is an editor for Breitbart. Like, yeah, you can disagree with Breitbart and you can call them all idiots, but he's an editor of of a large company. He has to be kind of smart. So Milo, being the smart person that he is, has a point. And if you actually listen to what he has to say, which I have unfortunately spent probably too much time listening to what he has to say. Uh, he does have a point. And I think the reason that he's so insidious is that he is in some regards an ally, but not... And, and I, I use this phrase because last night I, I got a boner of thinking, oh, it's so smart to say it. But, you know, he's an ally, but he's not a friend. In some ways, yes, we both him and I share the same view on SJWs. We share this view that, like, this This feeling based uh like oh well, black people, we want to make them feel you know special, and I feel so sad and so guilty, and I have this white guilt and you know this this s j w cancer that's infecting liberals is wrong, and he and I share that viewpoint, <coughs> but when you press him a little deeper and you get into some of his deeper beliefs there's there's a rant that he went on all about the Catholic Church and how important and how crucial the Catholic Church is and then when you see him in interviews and stuff and in particular i it wasn't on the eight episode 820 of the Rogan podcast where he was on there, but it was on the one before that. They talk about the soul, they talk about religion, and you can tell that he's not just, like, kind of, like, trolling and trying to... He, he actually believes this stuff. He doesn't believe in abortion. He doesn't have these viewpoints. And I think that's the reason he's so insidious. And, and part of the reason that, like, protesting him and being shitty about him is causing a bigger problem. The same, like, Eric brought up. His book is now, like, number one or something. Like, people are reading his book more than ever. And it's because you're protesting him and you're not allowing him to speak. And it, he takes these people who are kind of on the fence, who are liberals, who are in the same boat as us, where they're like, well, I'm not an SJW, I don't believe this. And they listen to his flirty, like, gay, like, oh, you know, I'm a troll. And, like, they laugh at it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I like trolls. I mean, I'm I'm internet humor based. I enjoy, like, fucking I think the most people. The, and, the, the most, the
1: psychological concept that really weighs into this here is is being a victim and feeling like you're being oppressed and fighting against something and while the left has pretty much adopted that like oh you know feel bad for us we're fighting the power we're fighting the power by now becoming the power and oppressing people like this you are now giving him now he gets to play the victim card now all of the alt right people get to get to be the ones he gets that to be are the edgy rebel yeah. he gets to be the cool now guy the, yeah now you're giving that to him and while i agree with his costume while i like his 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 his, his viewpoints While I enjoy the first layer of him, while I can call him an ally in in that regard, you know, fighting against the SJWs and uh, all all the stuff that you just mentioned, when you actually get to his core, he is incredibly right wing. He is he and he's not he's not even the smart conservative. He's not like I can almost sympathize with someone like John McCain, like at least an, an old-fashioned,
0: like uh, traditional Republican that that at least has, uh, has yeah, some sort of soul to him. Like remember when John Milo was said that, that John McCain should run for president? This was before the two thousand eight election. It was after Bush's second one. He's like, you should run for president. You're my president. Yeah, yeah like,
1: there. Milo is not that sort of Republican. He's not like remember when Trump wasn't that big? There were still still like the smart Republicans. That were that that wanted like um... God, what was his name? Paul, like people like Paul Ryan, like like normal Republicans. Paul Ryan's like,
0: still around. No, but like just... they they want like the people that, Romney, the, yeah.
1: yeah, the people that like wanted someone like Paul Ryan to be president, yeah, and they were totally against Trump.
0: Milo has been for Trump the entire time. Yeah. Milo has been the, <sighs> and at first I thought it was because Milo is anti-establishment, which while is stupid, in some ways, and like this like anti-globalist, like nothing should be globalist. Are you fucking stupid? That's better. Like, it's not better to go all the way globalist, but at the same time, like, globalist things are probably better for society. I don't see why that's such a a big thing that they hate. The only future, the only... like, I thought Milo was for Trump because he was anti-establishment, but he isn't. No. And it's the same thing with Gavin McInnes, who we'll get into, who, I don't know if you know who Gavin McInnes is, audience member, but fascinating man. Fascinating man, if you really do the time and research. But he was for Cruz! And now he's for Trump, like... Gavin is badass. Like I want to fight people. I found advice. I'm the, the founder of hipsters. No, all right. It's, it's just I was scary. Ted Cruz. Yeah, like
1: what uh. I'm saying about Milo is Milo is a scary thing because there are a lot of people that are going to be persuaded by Milo because there are a lot of people that are fed up with with this. You know, cultural appropriation and feminist, feminist policing what you can say and, you know, hate speech and safe spaces. There are people that are fed up with this. So they're going to see Milo fighting this and be like, yeah, I agree with Milo. And then Milo's just going to just throw in these he's little right wing jerry that's
0: like, ah, ah. And like, again, he was talking to, it in particular, I don't know exactly how it was phrased, but he's talking to Joe Rogan and they're talking about immigration. And he said a line that was like, well, their skin color will decide who can come in. And Joe Rogan goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. He goes back to it. And Milo backs away, and he just starts talking fun stuff, like, shitty stuff that's, like, surface value, and you're like, that's weird. That, like, he he's doing this, like, to kind of lull you into this sense of, all right, he's not that bad, and then he pushes right. in these little, like, oh, God, oh, God, no, this, is, yeah, this, he, is, this is this is far right, and you're like, oh, oh, and, like, it's getting, it, smart enough people will notice it and be able to resist it, but because he's debating these, like, dumb college kids, and not, not that they're dumb, but they're... They're not debaters; they're just normal people. And because he's debating them, they can't ever really put up a fight. And he can kind of pull these people who are on the fence, who are who are allied with him on some viewpoints, and turn them into people who view the world in the same way that he does. And I think that's why he's so insidious. And yeah, he, why he's he's so dangerous. An awful he manipul- is the dangerous <clears throat> face
1: Yeah, he is. He really is. He he can he might be able to pull some awful manipulations here and really uh, change the course
0: of how the you know political conversation goes. But country, that being said, because he is a smart person, and because he has viewpoints that I think are dangerous, but he has some that are alright, like, I, I don't know, like,
1: the, his, the, the, the his beating the shit the out of people,
0: pepper-spraying people, doing these things, That all that's going to do is empower him. What Milo fails at is debating people that are actually intelligent. There, there's a video that Sam Harris did on Milo, like, it, it, you know, there are some things that he agrees on, but... It, Sam Harris, if he talked to Milo, that would be far more successful of a thing for the world and for people than going and making sure that Milo can't speak. Because by, giving, by denying him a platform, you're giving him an even bigger one. Mm-hmm. Because now my parents know who Milo is. No, I'm saying victimhood like, is, the,
1: the, the, the victim complex is, it's hot right now. Yeah. Actually, it's always been hot. It's always been big. It's always, you're the cool guy if you're oppressed. And now, even though even though the right has the presidency, for some reason the right is still the oh, you know, we're we're the we're the oppressed minority. We're fighting the power. Really, it should be the other way around. That's why I was happy when Trump when Trump became, became president. Like it's what we've been saying for the last like four years. So no, like, literally, Trump a, is everything
0: that I've wanted. Yeah, to like, happen. when when
1: there's a Republican president, awesome. That means that means the counterculture, the the pushback to the presidency will will be fucking great. again. Like think about like well, because Nixon. the left
0: inherently takes a victim mentality. Which sucks, but we yeah, do But, but we're, that best, the yeah, right we're that. best when we are Actual victims Like, like when we are actual victims We are best That was the problem, is that by the end of the Obama era like eh, The left really, they weren't victims They were, you know oh. they, they weren't victims So they just found stupid things to bitch about And stupid things to complain about I don't know I think I think having Trump in power, which I mean, like, I don't want to sound like an asshole and sound like a, oh, you know, I'm a Trump supporter. Like, oh, I hope people suffer. Like, having a big, stupid, silly Republican is going to show a lot of people just how dumb it is, and we will have things to complain about. And while, well, yeah, ideally, I would love to live in a world where there's nothing to complain about. No, I wouldn't, because no. I fucking love complaining. No, Everybody's favorite awesome.
1: thing in the world is complaining. Every conversation you ever had is, <laughs> is about complaining. Like, you know, you like. I just see it with just, like, the normal people, the normal middle class people at my job. They're like, hey, Mike, how was your weekend? Oh, pretty good. How was your weekend? Oh, it's good. You know, the first, when you first engage in a conversation, you always have to say it was good, or it was fine, or, you know, whatever. But then if you if you get, most of the time they just say, all right, well, you know, see you around. And it's just that, like, you're just acknowledging each other in the bathroom or whatever. But if you get into a deeper layer of conversation, and it's like, oh, it's pretty good. and my wife acted like a bitch, though, or... you know, just I had to work overtime because my kid has fucking braces. Or, you know, i got to do the student loan payments. There's always some little thing that you're going to complain about. Like, there's never a, oh, yeah, I had a great time. I went here. I did this. I did this. There's always some sort of, oh, well, how is it bad? How does it suck? What do you, you know, it's always venting. A conversation is always about venting. People are always wanting to complain. That is, it's just in our nature. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. it's a bad thing, but it's a real thing is
0: always but even more than that like, just keeping it from like the complaining thing like i think as a society and especially as america that like the the modes of operating a country are, don't apply to america because america isn't a country america is in a lot of ways again like the dick pussy and asshole thing america is the dick of the world and so the, the way that you view america and the way that america should be governed is a little different and this idea that we like i think every so often America needs to have a Republican to get out that pent up middle America, frustrated working class. Like, you know, the dick needs to, ah, fuck. Like, the masculine energy just needs to burst out and, like, yeah, we're America, fuck yeah. But then, that's not when things get done. That's the release. That's the, ah, yeah, we need to reassert our dominance. We need to be the the big dick again. Mm. When things get done, that's when it goes back to the liberal side. When you have a liberal like Obama, we didn't get involved in any major wars. I mean, obviously, we expanded our drone program. We did things like that, and which, which created got, new problems. The but economy the economy got better. Yeah. Social progress happened. You need that feminine energy to come out during the liberal period of time. You need to have that, like, let's all work together. We can do this. But you need a balance. And if this Clearly. was a smaller country, if this was like Norway or something where you have a more uh, homogenous group of people, and I don't want to say that all white, but like all one race, that all not even race, but all identify with one culture. America has a lot of different cultures if it was that yeah you can have one that's all dick all the time which sums up my weekends and all uh all pussy all the time like you can have those but in america my we're weekends. different <laughs> america is different like america uh you need to have that, like, and then that. Oh, it's all worked together. Yeah, you're saying you have that, there's, to have that. A, there's a there's a political pendulum swing. Well, I mean, yeah, like I mean, we've always need, talked about and this and ever forth. since there's we started effort smoking effort. pot, like when we were little kids. Like, you know, the, there are periods in time where you're really conservative and where you're really liberal, and over time or over time that like big wave of back and forth has slowly gotten quicker and you know, but smaller. And the the yeah,
1: and the only person that I've heard, the only famous person that I've heard acknowledge this really is. Uh... Kanye West <laughs> who basically 2020 Kanye West who the you know the internet basically ruined his fucking life after he went on stage and was just like, "Yeah, I would have voted for Trump because Trump is necessary like for anything good to happen, you have to have something bad to happen." He didn't say that he supported Trump or any of his policies. He was just saying for anything good to happen, something bad has to happen. And he was in in a way he was summarizing the the ebb and flow of politics, the political pendulum swing that you were just describing, just in, in, in extreme layman's terms. So a crowd at a Kanye West concert could, you know, could understand it, but they didn't even they didn't even try to understand, it. they just all booed
0: him off stage and got mad at him. But Trump is a necessity. <clears throat> See the problem is though is that I was I was more convinced of Trump's necessity before he was elected because part of me saw him especially seeing is that he he funded Planned Parenthood for years and years up until that he started running and then he started saying, Oh no, Planned Parenthood needs to go away Like I saw him more as just like adopting these viewpoints just to get elected and that he was going to be like a A no nonsense, uh, like just kind of like strong Republican leader, and he had these stupid, idiotic, like Fox News, like these are your parents, like immigration is a big issue because Fox News told me it was. And like these issues that only exist in the minds of conservatives, like they were just there to vote for him. Yeah, like they were, he just adopted these positions to get him to vote for him. But now, when you see how he's governing, and especially with just this useless Muslim ban that doesn't even do what he wants it to do, it doesn't fight Islam like a lot of people wanted it to but it isn't this monstrous bill that other people say it is like it's just this limp dick bill not a bill but i mean an executive order but uh he's not even that he's not even the tough republican that we kind of needed you know what i mean like you need to reassert your dominance russia's getting a little too uh, uh, you know Mm -hmm. you gotta put the world back in its place because if we don't do it someone else will and they're worse than us like I, I don't know. I maybe I'm just kind of again. Rambling this
1: there, is but... I. I think this is important. This is an important thing to acknowledge for everything we're talking about. But this just happened. Trump just became president, uh, and not only America but the rest of the world is. We're, we're just now coming to terms with it. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with it. So there, you know, there, there, are, there. Are, you know, the the riots at Berkeley. There's Milo. There's all these people divided. Everyone's talking about it. You know, no, people are saying nothing is changing. You know, his. Uh, you know what you were saying? Like we were expecting him to be this, and really he's 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 something else. I mean, it, we don't really know yet. I think this is The narrative this going is, is going to be this is just a side effect of uh, a big change is happening, and I, it's it's just it's just starting to happen. We don't really know. What I'm saying. Let's see how to how to put this into words. What I'm saying is that this is this is new and fresh. We're not really sure how it's going to play out. We can't really judge him on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, he hasn't has been, been in power like, long enough to have a trend he de- he hasn't had a, I mean he set an agenda but we haven't seen how he's been like pushing that agenda or following it through he hasn't been president long enough for us to compare his past actions with his current actions or see the effects of his actions we're just seeing the beginning of it we haven't been able to see the effects of those actions and how they impacted the world I just was hoping and again I've said this for years that I think that if a Republican were to win I would I hoped it was Mitt Romney mm-hmm. I hope Mitt Romney was going to run again because I think Mitt Romney is the perfect Republican because he he's not crazy enough, he's not Ted Cruz, but yet he's not also He has a like, chin. He, he's a centrist, but to the right. And I think, I think center-right and far-left are probably a better pendulum back and forth. Because yeah. the more center-right you are, the closer to libertarian you are. And I think, if anything, the Republican Party should become more like the libertarians. Because I agree with them socially, and economically I think there are periods of times where a more libertarian approach to the economy is probably smarter... Where there are other times where we're more, uh, more socialist. Either way, we can't base the Trump presidency
1: or how the next four, hopefully not eight years, but how the next four to yeah. eight years, we can't base uh, how that's going to be off of these first few weeks of the Trump presidency. Yeah, because his... no one knows... you know. He, He's making all these executive orders, and he's doing all these, like you said, like this limp dick, you know, fucking Muslim ban, and uh, oh, he's defunding Planned Parenthood, it's, and, and they spin it, you know, but he's, not, fin- he's not defunding. No, Planned I know, Parenthood. I know. They spin it like, oh, he's finally getting rid of abortion. He's not. He's just doing something to make it look like he's doing something. Yeah, he's doing the traditional, like, oh, a Republican is in um, office, so we, we can't we can't tell how it's gonna be just yet, and, and everyone is confused. Uh, especially, you know, so the social media, Every, everyone is fucking confused on what's going to happen. You know, with with the riots and alt right, who's on the left? It's just a very, it's a very confusing time, and there's gonna, be, it's
0: just gonna. But well, holy shit, I don't know. Uh, um, this was, they were just talking about this on the Alex Jones episode of the Joe Rogan podcast, which, apparently, Joe Rogan is the only thing I can talk about. But I've watched a lot of him recently, and I watched the Alex Jones one live. Did you know what Trump's tax plan is? If you're in the lowest tax bracket. You don't pay income tax. Really. And all companies, whether they're a mom and pop or a major corporation, pay a 15% tax. That's it. Yeah, I'm just saying that's it's, much It's a flat lower. it's a flat it's much lower. Flat than that. tax. Like his tax plan is fascinating and not at all what they talked about. And I don't know if that's how it actually is cuz I was talking to Dakota, we were both watching the Alex Jones things li- live and we were texting back and forth. I, I don't know if that's his actual tax plan, but it's crazy. And actually, I, I'll look it up right now. I, I wish that we were cool enough to put this on a screen and not just be, like, recording us wandering around this room. You probably can't even hear me half the time, right? honestly.
1: But I, I don't know. I still don't know if it's picking this up or not.
0: We'll see. Otherwise, we've just wasted hours, hours doing this. Um, Trump tax This rate. is it. Right. Tax relief for middle-class Americans. In order to achieve the American dream, let people keep more money, blah, 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 blah. This isn't the actual policies. If you are single and earn less than 25000 or married and jointly earn less than 50000 you will not owe any income tax. What? That removes nearly 75 million households, over 50% from the income tax rolls. They get a new one-page form to send the IRS saying, I win. Those who would otherwise owe income taxes will save an average of nearly $1,000 each. Huh. That's fucking psycho. Not, just All other Americans will get a simpler tax code with four brackets, 0%, 10%, 10%, or 20% and 25%, instead of the current 7. This new tax code eliminates the marriage penalty and the alternative minimum tax, while providing the lowest tax rate since before World War II. No business of any size, from a Fortune 500 to a mom-and-pop shop to a freelancer living job-to-job, will pay more than 15% of their business income in taxes. This lower rate makes corporate inversions unnecessary by making America's tax rate one of the best in the world. No family will have to pay the death tax. You earned and saved that money for your family, not the government. You paid taxes on it when you earned it. Sometimes inheritance can be taxed up to 50%. That means if you leave an inheritance, you just that goes to your family. Uh-huh. Which, while that like benefits poorer people, they're not really the ones that are benefiting. That's more of a rich person benefit. Yeah. I think what, Um, I mean, what
1: this is, is a lot of people, the middle class people that make less than $25,000, they're going to read this and think this is the best thing ever. Like, oh great, you know, the government isn't going to take 20% of my check, uh, you know, every, every fucking pay period. But really who this is benefiting are the people on top. You know, the the billionaires that are, that are paying like 30 to 50% usually.
0: But um, I think I can get behind that. If you earn less than $25,000, if you're a single person... Or if you earn together less than fifty thousand, you pay nothing. No income tax. So oh, that's no simple. income tax. I don't know. I think everyone should have to pay some tax. Like you're driving on the roads to go to your job. True, but I mean you're paying other things though. You're paying, you know, like sales tax in your state, and you're paying things like that. That the, the state, like you state, is still getting their money. Federally, though, you're just not paying any income tax. Okay, if you're well, like the poorest group, I mean, honestly, okay, if you're earning less than twenty-five thousand dollars.
1: This is gonna this is gonna completely sever the federal government's income. Where's the federal government gonna get its money now?
0: Yeah, no, I've wondered the same thing. He wants
1: to, he, you know, he wants to build this giant wall. He wants to. All right, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna we're gonna increase our infrastructure. We're gonna put all the ghetto people back to work and have them, you know, build apartment complexes. And they're gonna build their bridges. You have to pay those people to do mm-hmm. that. You're gonna have all these government jobs to fix our infrastructure. Actually, where's um, all that money gonna come several from?
0: Several sheriffs have offered. Uh, their inmates in their local prisons to build the walls. Oh, so <laughs> we're going to have slave labor. Slave labor. They're <laughs> going to build it with slave labor. The color's just about to be the same, too. <clears throat> but also, I mean, like a mom and pop paying 50% of their business income and in taxes, that's pretty cool. But like a Fortune 500, that's not a whole lot. But then again, then they don't have to jack their prices up or like jerk around. Like if they're paying less in taxes. Yeah, but then again, he's also. Those Fortune
1: 500 companies, how many of them are making most of their money by doing their business in, you know, China? yeah where all of their workforce is based in fucking Taiwan or something like that so uh this is the thing that looks good on paper and looks good on the news but again, where is the federal government going to get its money? yeah, how are these companies this is it's just not gonna work, especially he wants to increase the defense spending again the wall the infrastructure all these things that he's gonna to have to spend a shitload of money on uh where where's wheres he going to get the money? Are we just going to print more money? I mean, that's the major thing that all of the conservatives are—they constantly complain about is that debt counter. Look, look at how much America's in debt. Look at how much money we're spending, but we can't bring it in. We need, to, we need to decrease spending, decrease spending. Okay, I mean, I understand that you want to decrease spending, but you also want to violently decrease our income?
0: No, it's just, it's, it's, it's
1: interesting. It's interesting, but there's no way this will ever work. Nor there, is there any way that he's going to get this
0: passed. I and mean, you can't just like implement this. Yeah, this is against the Republican Congress, sort of and they're thing. not going to do it. But it's just weird, though, that the Koch brothers are. It's weird, though, that what you have to Koch, talk The Koch, It's weird, though, that the Koch brothers are like at least one of them is pretty opposed to Trump. It's just strange. Like you would think that he'd probably be for this, but.
1: No, I'm, I mean, in the beginning of this, we talked about the civil war happening with the liberals. There is certainly a civil war alive and well. Oh, with, the, yeah. with the conservatives as well. I think the conservatives just aren't talking about it as much because they'll they'll take what they can get.
0: If there's any solace though, the fact that Cruz eventually succumbed to the same Trump fever as everyone else and started making phone calls for Trump after Trump accused his father of helping in the Kennedy assassination yeah. and calling his wife ugly, yeah. like after he demasculated him as a man, he's just started sucking Trump's dick as well. Yeah, the good like thing if there's is that... anything is that because I was so afraid that he would be the only one left standing as the only untouched Republican and thus the only one that they could run and him go. Well, I never once supported him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when could've... even Glenn Beck said Hillary was the better option, when yeah. even Glenn Beck opposed Trump. You know yeah, I'm, I'm glad that
1: Ted Cruz was demasculated because I, I have to say, I, I, boy, do I hate Ted Cruz. I was afraid of him the most. Ted Cruz is, Ted Cruz got his fame by doing the, the fucking like 13 hour filibuster. Where That's the some, only reason. He was talking about Duck Dynasty on the floor of the Senate. <laughs> that
0: video. You're our
1: man, Ted. So hey, if one good thing came out of any of this, it's that Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz's political career is over. He didn't have the jawline for it. You know, he wasn't cut out for it.
0: So also the interesting uh,
1: video... um, The interesting video that I'd like to show you guys this week. So maybe we should do this at the end of each podcast where, like, we... We give like a each one of us gives like a, a firm recommendation for something to watch. Like obviously, we you're t- you've talked about a, a bunch of different Joe Rogan podcasts and a few. Well, I don't know Harris if this is the end. So I, no, but I mean, at least at some point, yeah. In the in the podcast, we should say like you guys should definitely. Oh yeah, ideally this, by the end of each thing? one. This is is yeah, this your thing? This is my you, thing. Okay.
0: because um, I was going to talk about this, but I think I'm going to write an article about it instead because you guys don't get all of my good ideas. <laughs> right now, and I should probably write. So that I don't just sit at home and think about killing myself all day. Um, I can write and think about killing myself, um, which is what I plan better than doing, Sitting alone.
1: No, what I'm going to do is once you do kill yourself, I'm going to I'm going to take all of your writing and everything and like put it into this book and it's going to make be a like, bunch you, of money. Yeah, you make a shitload of money off of my this friend book. Alex.
0: Just my friend's thoughts. Or maybe As if you care it, about dying, me in any dying way. As if you're not like actively wishing that that day would come, like, least I don't have to deal with his fat fucking face anymore. Like, I would, I would hang myself, but I haven't been able to find a rafter that can support my weight. So, once I find a strong enough rafter, so what's your video that you were? Going my to video use? is, uh, uh, it's a video of me hanging myself from the Trump sign, no, um, it's Red Letter Media. Uh, They did the Plinkett reviews of the Star Wars movies. Mm -hmm. Um, They make a a, a video called Mr. Scientist Man. um, Where he goes and he talks about the Ghostbusters film. And uh, one of the big things in films that I hate right now. uh, uh, Because I like hating things. um, There's superhero movies. They're all remakes of these old films. And they've gotten a little bit more clever. Because they realize just straight up remakes don't make a whole lot of money. So they tried to remake the Ghostbusters film. Which they've been trying to do for years and years and years. And when they realized it was kind of a bad film, they had to give it a marketing scheme. And the marketing scheme was shitty because it started stoking a lot of social problems. And one of those being that you know the, the whole feminism, like women are underrepresented in
1: film. Spawned Milo, it apt, it
0: gave yeah. rise to Milo
1: because Look. Milo, Milo, when the uh, the Ghostbusters thing came out, he made fun of Leslie Jones. Yeah, for, and that's what got him the Lifetime like ban from Twitter. Yeah, and that is where, and again, you give him the Lifetime ban from Twitter, all of a sudden he's a victim. All of a sudden, you give the alt right this rebellious voice. And all this of a sudden, people go, "Wait, they are trying to silence these viewpoints." Uh huh. That Ghostbusters movie is crucial in all of this.
0: Yeah, and this Ghostbusters film, they they made it seem like these these monsters. Uh, were, you know, like these, these sexist pigs who sit in basements were trying to actively, you know, hurt this film. And he scientifically and mathematically shows you why that is not the case. And I'm not going to ruin the video for you, because, I mean, I want you to go watch it. But... Uh, go watch it Like it's a, It's but it is, a, it is he a, talks about how that, that that narrative was crafted by them in order to sell this film it's a video uh, that, that debunks
1: that debunks the you know the, the victimhood of mm-hmm. oh we're trying to be feminist we're trying to make movies about women and all these evil fat you know alt-right men are shutting us down it sort of debunks that narrative right
0: yeah that, okay. that's, that's what it debunks that's what the video is
1: okay so we've uh, we've got we, we're, we've been talking for like an hour now so let's let's wrap this up so in summary in conclusion uh, what do you want this first podcast to say?
0: Um, in conclusion, I want this to be a good uh, indicator of basically who we are, what we think about, and really that the way that we're handling Milo right now, uh, especially liberals, uh, is wrong. Um, but Milo is also wrong. And that while liberals are really handling this in a shitty way, and I am not happy with them, And I'm not happy with the Antifa protesters, which we really didn't get into much, but like, I'm not, I'm not happy with a lot of that. At the same time, that doesn't justify what Milo has to say, but handling him that way is only going to make him worse and make him a larger problem. Um, and really we've kind of probably already pushed him too far and you're going to see him and he's going to be an issue for quite a while now. With so many different groups and so many different sides, um,
1: the enemy of my enemy is still my enemy. Um, and maybe that's just because I can never fit any fit in anywhere. But Milo is not my friend. I agree with him on the the anti SJW uh, rhetoric and all that. But uh, he's he's not someone that I like. He's not someone that I approve of. But we still need to give him uh, just as much of a soapbox to stand on as we give everyone else. <clears throat> he's not actually saying you know you know let's burn black people on crosses. He's not actually this racist, terrible Nazi guy. Um, and it, this is this is like a. It, it's like when, when Trump was running and everyone's saying, oh, he's this evil, he's, he's evil, he's sexist, he's Hitler, he's racist. You're saying all of these things, and for the most part, they're lies. They're just the, the most obvious negative thing you can say about him, and, and they're lies. And it, this is a boy-cried-wolf situation. This is If you, you keep pointing out all these terrible things that Trump has done when really they're, they're not based on any fact, you're saying, look at how bad he is, look at how bad he is. Well, when he actually does do something bad... No one is going to believe you because you spent all this time saying all these awful things. Oh, he's Hitler, he's Hitler, he's Hitler. Well, what happens when he actually is Hitler? Then no one's going to believe you because the media at this point, everyone has lost faith in the media. The media is a joke. No one believes anything that anyone says. Everything is fucked right now. So we need to just take a step back and we need to look at things logically. We need to search for no, the that's exact truth exactly in every
0: the, situation. Especially with, with whether it's Donald or whether it's Milo. If you want to prove them wrong, you have to or if you if you want to prove them wrong and show them that they're wrong, you have to stop proving them right. You have to stop being the the whiny little, for lack of a better word, cucks that they keep accusing you of being. Stop. You being, have to stop being violent. You have to stop trying to shut down their opinion the and quick knee
1: jerk emotional reaction <coughs> response. That's not the response that we should be giving them. We should
0: be responding with facts, not with oh, oh racist! Oh my god! The majority of people right exist somewhere in the middle, and they're constantly shifting between center left and center-right. It's the people on either extreme that are responsible for pulling people away. And if you don't like Trump and see him as the opposite extreme, constantly calling him the worst names are only going to make the people in the middle kind of sick of you and move probably towards his direction. Like. Yeah, no, who the fuck is this guy? Why, why does he keep saying that Trump is the worst? Trump, Trump's all right. Trump hasn't affected my life that bad. If you want to show him for the monster that he is, stop demonizing him and just show him for the shitty decisions that he's made. He's a human. He's a person. He makes bad decisions. Show those. Highlight those. Stop demonizing him. Because that, is he isn't a demon;
1: he's a person. So, my, and that's Milo has Milo has realized this, and he's completely coasting off of the fact that he is demonized because he knows that yeah, eighty percent of the people that see the stories about Milo are going to think that he's automatically just assume and believe that he's this racist, sexist, Nazi piece of shit. But then there are all those people that are going to dig a little deeper, and they're going to be like, "Wait, he's not a Nazi, racist piece of shit." Shit. So clearly, he's the good guy, and he's going to get all of these people that also feel like they're because people want to believe things in black and white. Side. He's going to get people, he's going to get more people on his side if you keep painting him with the same fucking brush that you're painting Hitler or whoever else, whatever. He, he's not that sort of person. Neither is Trump.
0: So I guess if you liked this, um, check it out again. We'll, I, I don't really want to make this uh, something where I try to tell you when it's going to come out or how often it's going to come out. I don't know. Um, if there's not an audience for this at all and everybody tells us to fuck off and we get death threats, alright, I guess we're done. Um, but otherwise, I, I have every intention, and I think Eric does as well. We're we're excited. We'll keep making this so long as you guys want to hear it. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll try to get better. We'll try to maybe have some video. Um, but yeah, I guess I already said my one thing that I wanted to suggest to you guys, which was the the Mister Scientist Man, Red Letter Media. I'll put a link in the description again, or because tattoo of the, it on me or
1: something. Because of the fact that it is uh, all about the Ghostbusters. Yeah, and it ties technology. into Milo. It's it's
0: important to this. Uh, uh, Eric, it's what gave you, rise to Milo? Do you have anything you want to suggest? Um. Yeah, just because we're talking
1: about anti PC, anti SJW uh, topics, I'm gonna. I'll link a video to. a really really old uh, George Carlin video. It's not a stand-up or anything like that. It is a video where he um, gave a speech to all of the press in Washington, D.C. This was a little bit before he died. Um, He gave a a speech. All the members of the press in Washington, D.C., they all showed up to see George Carlin, and he basically gave this speech uh, bitching them out for for their language, for all the euphemisms that they used, for beating around the bush, for this, 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 uh, I guess this PC language that they sort of invented, the way politicians talk, the way they handle it, and he's, he, he was just he was trying so desperately to change things because he saw things uh, basically heading in this direction. He, he, he knew that if we kept acting the way we were acting then, that, well, it would get worse, and it's gotten much, much worse. Obviously, George Carlin is dead now. Thank God he's dead, because if he were alive to see how people were acting now, oh, well, he'd probably just kill himself and be dead again. <laughs> but... But... Either way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link that video, especially at the end, because no one's going to watch it to the end because it's a long video, but basically, um, he gives this big speech and everyone applauds him, everyone loves him there. Even though, they can't, even though they can't write the way he wants them to write, even though they can't publicly agree with him, they all know that he's right, and they all yeah. respect him for being the only person there that's going to stand out and say what's actually going on. And at the end, um, one of them says, hey George, isn't it your, isn't it your birthday today? And George Carlin's like, oh yeah, I'm turning you know sixty or whatever. He's old. He's old. Then this is it's pretty recent. And all of the press, they made a cake for him. And in front of all of the all of the the press of Washington D.C., D. they give George Carlin this cake, and they all sing Happy Birthday to him. And he blows out the candles. And it is this sweet. It is a sweet fucking moment between two parties that should be enemies. I mean, he just spent an hour giving this speech. Completely bitching them out Critiquing everything they do Insulting their livelihood basically But they know he's right And they respect him for it And they gave him a birthday cake And he blows <laughs> out the candles In front of that big famous C-Span room Where all yeah. of them sit and, and George Carlin blows out his, ber- blows out his birthday fucking candles uh, In that room with all of them watching him And it's, uh, it's a good video So I'm going to link that.
0: That, that'll, that That's good And I guess that's it uh, go fuck yourselves, die of AIDS. I hate all of you, and I want to kill myself. All right. And Goodbye. I'll make sure that he does. Yeah.